0: Welcome to CarePod, a safe place to educate, inspire, and renew the caregiver. Listen in with our host, Dr. Kibley Bell, as she interviews different experts along the caregiving journey. So today is fun and light and yet very important. I'm here with Richard Wilmore. He's the CEO of Heart Needs Art. Uh, so important that we integrate art therapy in our healing, in our caregiver journeys. So I'm very happy to have you here with me to uh, introduce you to the CarePod audience. So thanks again.
1: Oh my gosh. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes. So tell me, I ask every guest, uh, your why, your beginning, your vision for the organization, et cetera.
1: Well, I wish I could take credit for actually starting the organization, but joining it, I have always been in the world of arts and health, which is what which is what we are, but I didn't know it. I grew up in hospital systems because of my parents had a lot of medical issues. I hosted my own variety talk show for six years. I was like that guy, I was a theater major. And I met the founder one night at a theater. I was actually going through a really hard time in my life. And I thought, I'm going to take myself out to the theater. I need to laugh. I need to like have some joy. And I met her there and I was like, oh my gosh, I wish... My family had this when my dad was in the hospital and this is so amazing. And so I had her on my show and we talked all about Hearts Need Art and she went her way and I went mine and I was at home and I was like, I should volunteer for them like that seems to align. And so I filled out the the volunteer application, and she emailed me back two seconds later, and it was like, "Is this Richard Wilmore?" And I said, <laughs> "Yes." So I started actually as a social media volunteer for Hearts Need Art, and I just saw the need of the organization, and I started meeting just amazing people every day, and being able to connect people in the worst times of their lives to art and to music and we do writing and we used to do yoga just feel like I get goosebumps talking about it because it just feels like home to me and what everybody should have access to and I'm so lucky that I get to be around it every day. Wow
0: wow and you know what's cool too is that there are a lot of people on the clinical side that have this whole other art dimension to themselves oh i've been playing the violin for years or oh i'm an accomplished pianist or whatever the case may be so have you found that
1: yes my favorite thing is when we're in a room with someone and we're teaching the ukulele or you know like we're playing (laughs) guitar whatever and and a nurse walks in or a doctor walks in and they're like I know how to play the ukulele. And then, so we give them a ukulele and suddenly there's just this jam session that's happening. Love um, it. And and it connects the patient and the caregiver on such a different level as, you know, like to see each other as humans instead of patient and the person who's saving my life. Like that's a real person on both sides of that equation. And and sometimes you forget that and it really just like brings everybody together.
0: Yes, it's so, so important you know, when I'm out on the field and I'm teaching, you know, you're a caregiver too. Like, hi, I'm a caregiver. I might write you this script, but I'm a caregiver. I'm caring for you. So yes, understanding that we all need that connected, shared humanity, uh, you know, connectedness. So that's, that's beautiful. So tell me, paint me the picture of what it looks like. How is a patient identified? How does heart needs art enter the space? Uh, How do you choose whether you're going to do a ukulele or you're going to do a keyboard that given day, et cetera?
1: So there are some hospitals where we're there one day a week, and then there are some where we're there five days a week, sometimes six days a week. So we rotate throughout the week. Um, whether it's, you know, between writing and visual arts and music. So it kind of depends on the day, which uh, type of artist is, is in the hospital, but we do a couple things. We talk a lot with the staff to see if they have recommendations um, on, on which patients should probably like to have us. And then we do a lot of just knocking on doors and kind of, I call it a game show, like what's behind door number one. And we're either going to get a yes we're going to get a no. And and we love both of those because it gives people a chance to have a choice in a hospital, you know, as Mm. feel very helpless as the, as the caregiver, you know, and we, we invite everybody in that room to, um, to join us. It's not just for patients. It is for the caregivers, a hundred percent and family members and anybody who's, who's there to support the patient is, is why we're there. And so that's kind of what we do. And, um, if they say, you know, no, I'm not really interested in painting or drawing or whatever, but well, okay, would you like some music tomorrow? I can get a musician here. So then we kind of communicate amongst the, the the staff, okay, can you go to this room tomorrow? They really want music and this is the type of music they like. so we can kind of we try to customize it as much as possible.
0: Great, great. So does the so do you get contracted by hospital systems uh to, uh... You, you know, utilize your services. And then, like you said, the patient identifies whether or not they want to
1: participate. Yeah, we work with the hospitals pretty closely on obviously onboarding because we go through all of their kind of, we usually go through the, like the volunteer services. So we go into a hospital as a volunteer. And so we go through all the background checks and health screenings and orientations So we do a lot of training before we go because we work with so many different types of people. You know, we don't, yeah, we don't we don't usually know why you're in a hospital or what you're doing or, you know, we just care that you're, you're there and hopefully you need us.
0: Yes. So tell me uh, why the caregiver? Why? I mean, it's a no, it's a rhetorical question for me. Yeah. Right. But <laughs> right. why? Why do you feel that integrating the, the caregiver in that therapy is important? And and have you seen the caregiver take what they've learned or enjoyed in the hospital space at home?
1: I mean, sometimes we'll go into a room and the patient will be at a procedure and it's just the caregiver and we'll mm. work with them because it's I tell people like as someone who has been in the hospital myself and who's had caretakers and who grew up kind of caretaking for my for my parents, it's so stressful and you know I'm sure you know there are reports that are saying that say it's actually worse for the caregivers and the caretakers because there's such a sense of like helplessness there and you're just watching this person that you love struggle and you don't know how to fix it and that can be so overwhelming and so we think it's really important to also give them that creative outlet in that moment to be a person themselves because they have to strap on their superhero cape which i hate calling people like that superheroes because they're they're yeah, humans yeah. and they're people but you know they have to act tougher than they want to be because they you're so afraid to show emotion to this you know because you're not the one going through it but in so many ways you are you're going alongside them on this journey and so it's very important for us to provide that support for them
0: absolutely absolutely need cme credit Are you a professional caregiver? Check out our courses with full accreditation provided by Evergreen Certification at impactfulcaregiving.com. Absolutely, absolutely. So take me on one of your favorite experiences with Heart Needs Art and uh, the patient space. Like what's a favorite uh, scenario you've had recently?
1: When I first, um, started. So the founder was, was the one going room to room and talking to people and inviting them to, to play with us. And I started doing that when I, when I started as a volunteer and I would get people who were like, where's that girl? Where's that girl with the short hair? And they would always say no to me. And I was like, well, what's wrong with me? You know, like, what? <laughs> And then so, but eventually they get used to it. You know, You know, they see a lot of, people in the hospital see a lot of random people throughout the day. And so when you start to see someone familiar, you you kind of cling to that. And so mm-hmm, once I was mm-hmm. there long enough, someone finally said, fine, I'll, like, I, like, you broke me down. Fine, I'll come to art class. And so he came. And he walked out and he shook my hand. And he has tears tears in his eyes, and he said, "I just want to thank you for not giving up on me and coming in every day." And he said, "I think I'm an artist." And then of course I started crying because I was like, "You are an artist. Everyone's an <laughs> artist." And so it's and it's just moments like that. It's also moments we have a lot because we we work with a lot of patients who are in hospitals for a long periods of time, so their families are there all the time. And we had um, a woman who was there whose mother actually moved from a different state to Texas to be with her. And she would come to all the classes with her. And to see them like interact in that different level as not necessarily like mother and daughter, but just like two equal people who wanted to do something else besides sit in a hospital room was so magical to watch, you know, them them connect on that different level.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so Tell me, uh, where are you located? Where is Heart Needs Art located? And do you have remote offerings? What's the vision for the future in terms of other states, et cetera?
1: Yeah, we um, are based in San Antonio, Texas. So, we're currently in eight hospitals in San Antonio, Texas. And then, wow, yeah, uh, we were in like two a year and a half ago. And so, we've expanded wow. a lot. It's been really a fun couple of years of expansion Bro- for us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And so, now, really, the goal is like, okay, well, how do we sustain that? Because a lot of it wasn't really planned, it just sort of happened as the pandemic kind of started to calm down and people could start doing in-person stuff but we started offering virtual stuff during the pandemic because we weren't allowed in hospitals at a time when we probably should have been there more Um, we just weren't allowed in to the hospitals we were at so we started doing virtual stuff and there were support groups around the country who were now meeting with their uh, patients virtually and had no idea what to do with them It on Zoom. So they called us and they were like, can you please help us? And so we started doing virtual music, virtual writing, and virtual uh, visual arts on Zoom. And it was, became very popular. So we still continue to do it. And we work with a couple hospitals around the country um, monthly.
0: Amazing. That is so important. I I do find that the hybrid model at this point is more than likely here to say uh, CarePod is an international audience. So Uh, it's important to know that there are remote offerings. So you, uh, what is the website?
1: heartsneedart.org
0: Okay. And tell me, do you have any local kind of community events outside of the hospital? Do you do, or is the hospital-based work uh, primarily the focus?
1: We work mostly in the hospitals. We also work with um, a VA In San Antonio, so we work with veterans as well, but that's kind of where we're at right now is actually like in the hospitals.
0: So tell me about your partners, your team, what is everyone's talent?
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, It's kind of overwhelming to think about because it used to just be me. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, to to now see that we have two program coordinators and like 15 artists is just, it, it, gives me goosebumps to like watch it all and and I feel like almost like a like a circus ringleader like I love that because I'm not an artist in that sense like I I've done art classes for people but you like I don't have a degree in it (laughs) and but I'm really good at being like watch that person they're a really good singer or you know make sure you buy their painting and so to be able to kind of orchestrate all of this is has been really great and and when I meet with, with our program coordinators like, it just like, I've never had a job where we're having this much fun, but you're making such an impact. And that's really, that's what it's about, you know, like making an impact, but it's not, we're not the ones doing the surgery. We're the ones that are there to care for, for you as a person.
0: Absolutely. And sometimes, you know, I say this to often to patients, you know, anyone can do the surgery, right? I mean, clearly you want the, you want the best Uh, expertise, et cetera. But that post-op success really hinges on the team you have. And that does include the aesthetics and the uh, non-clinical ways to healing, to approach healing. Uh, So how do you encourage uh, the older adult at home, Uh, someone that has been discharged from assisted living, from rehab, You know, they're used to several knocks at the door, try this, join this group, Mm -hmm. uh, come to group therapy, individual therapy, the different, all the things. They get home and they're like, eh, you know, I don't really want to fill in this crossword puzzle or draw this house or whatever the activity may be. Uh, How, specifically, how is Hearts Need Art a set aside and how do you encourage the individual to be enthusiastic once they're they're discharged
1: i think part of why we have different types of artists is because people gravitate towards different art forms right like just because you maybe you don't want to paint maybe that's not your thing or drawing but you love music so that doesn't also mean that you have to pick up a guitar and learn how to how to uh, play the guitar. Maybe it's coming up with a playlist for yourself that that you're going to start off in the morning, and these are the songs I'm going to listen to uh, because I'm in a good mood today, and these are the songs I love. Or <laughs> I'm not in a great mood today, so maybe I'm going to start with these, but I'm going to work my way. We have a like a playlist maker um, that we give to people to kind of shift their mood. You know, like what if you're in maybe a not great mood, like what song reminds you of the mood you're in? what mood would you like to be in? And what song reminds you of that? And then we kind of layer that so we can kind of help you through that time. So it's really like, on the art side, we don't really do anything that's over the top. We try to do stuff that you can get at a grocery store. So it's not complicated. It's not expensive. You don't need an art studio or a soundproof yeah. booth to to make art or to ingest art and engage in art. That's Uh, What sometimes people forget, too, is that they don't actually have to be the one making the art. They can just be surrounded by it. And that also has some benefits.
0: Absolutely. Are you doing any uh, multi-generational programming uh, where you integrate school-age children with the older adult?
1: We don't. Uh, I have seen other organizations that do that, and I think, like... That would be a goal of mine uh at some point. Our kind of age range right now is like 16 to 116. Um, <laughs> so those are the those are the people in the hospital that we're working with. But our volunteers and our, our musicians and our artists have a are very varied in their ages. So we have some like high school freshmen in college all the way, you know, up to 60, 70 years old. So that kind of And then you never know who, whose door you're going to walk through. So, you know, there is. Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, maybe we do kind of do that.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Nice. Nice. So where, where are you going? What's the vision for the org going forward?
1: Yeah. You're expanded
0: already, which is amazing.
1: Now we have to, as a nonprofit, figure out how to sustain that, right? Like how, what's the fundraising part of that? And what's the, what's the, um, what's the donor management part of that? And how do we create an atmosphere? It's hard when you're in a hospital We can't be on Instagram Live with all of our patients because of (laughs) privacy laws, right? So like, how do we show people what we're doing to get them engaged and and get them involved with not always necessarily being able to show the people that that they're benefiting by donating to us? absolutely but, but the ultimate goal is that when you walk into a hospital and you are assigned a nurse a doctor and an artist and that's just part of of the human experience the team. in a hospital yeah that's the goal I
0: love that I love that 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 that, there, that person is an integral part of the medical team not an addition or you know an option but integral to their healing. I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Well, I'm so happy to chat, to bring your organization to the forefront for our CarePod audience. Again, heartneedsart.org and uh, tell us those that are local to you. uh, They can go onto your website to volunteer or, or participate in some regard.
1: Yeah, the volunteer application is always on our website. Um, if you'd like, if you're interested in being a, a board member, that application is on our website. There are many ways to to interact and, and hang out with us if you'd like.
0: Beautiful, and what about remote volunteers? Have you thought about that?
1: We do have some. Actually, we just opened our online store that has a bunch of merchandise that has patient-designed artwork on it. So you can get t-shirts and mugs and pillows with all different designs that are done by the patients and that actually was built by someone not in san antonio so love yeah. that if you want to hang out with us i'll figure out how to, how to make it work
0: <laughs> i'm not bad at you i'm not bad yeah. at you yeah you know, yeah that's awesome, can't say no that's to awesome. Help. <laughs> well i'm so glad that you joined us today at the care pod and again You know, art therapy, music therapy is an integral part of healing for all of us. You know, whether we happen upon an ailment or not, uh, being able to integrate uh, those modalities in our um, thought process, in our stillness. uh, So many ways um, to settle ourselves or center ourselves, I should say. Uh, So it's important work that you're doing. Thank you. Great information right from the source. For more information on how to caregive like a boss, check out ImpactfulCaregiving.com. Want to be a guest on the show? Contact us at carepod at impactfulcaregiving.com.